I, uh, I'm 80s cat because I want to go back to the 80s, not because of Ronald Reagan or anything. But previous to this, I, I just had Cappy. I just had Cappy in my name down there. Because, you know, I thought it was going to be a nice normal day. And also my camera isn't picking me up. Like, it's just a black screen. The the computer screen I'm looking at so you can see, okay, am I live? Am I doing is, is everybody Had everyone done their job? Has everyone, not me, done their job? <clears throat> Brand new Brio uh, thing. Uh, camera. Logitech. I have a Logitech 920, which is pretty standard. Uh, maybe a little bit on the higher end of webcams. And I went, I pissed away, I pissed away a week of work doing real. Oh, I like a set of Rolo. Oh, I like the set of Sterling Cooper has. And I realized something. I'm not Rolo or Sterling Cooper in many regards, but namely my patience with the tedium of the technology required to get their little cameras out. I think what they did is they must have said, oh, I like that guy's setup. And they got exactly, exactly the computers and the, the, HDMI data converter and all this other shit that I got. It's got to be more complicated than the technology we use to land people on the moon to get it. So they could get like a 3% extra edge over what my Logitech 920 camera did. I, I'm like, I want to, I got, I got a little bit of money. Let's invest it wisely. Let's up my game. It's a guitar being called boomer Cappy. And then find out, oh, yeah, your computer's so old, this new technology won't run on it. And I order another computer from my buddy. I'm like, it needs a USB 3 with a plug-in. Here you go. It doesn't work. I'm done. Just done. Done. I don't, I don't know even how you Westerners make toilet paper. With, with the, the colossal line of fuck-ups and morons. Like, please, just go be a Zillennial. Just go be a Zoomer. Just go be one of these soy boys. Just don't work. Don't even bother with the facade of getting into the labor force like you're going to do a job. All you're going to do is be like a fat old lady with their little uh, 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 disability wheelchair sign on their Nebraska plates. And you got to park your ass in the middle of the road. <clears throat> spend like literally a week research. Oh, is that the right camera? And then you get this little giddy feeling like, oh, I've worked so hard. I could afford a nice thing. This is going to be a treat. This is going to be fun. I get to buy myself a rare, nice thing. No. Just this, oh, this little kid. Oh, ha ha. You know that, that hour long video you watch where the guy is going through setting up everything? He forgot to mention that camera requires a deck, a deck that is huge and weighs 10 fucking pounds. So you can't just toss it in your backpack and go. Certainly not on a motorcycle unless you're okay forfeiting, you know, toiletries and deodorant. <clears throat> so I I return all this shit. Thank God I got my money back. Thank God. Didn't get my time back. I say, okay, just give me a webcam. Just give me the webcam. 
Brio 500. Oh, it's better than the 920. Okay, I like my 920. This is smart. Da, 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 130 bucks. If the thing comes in, kind of works. Work, you know, I need an adapter, of course. But that's on me for having a computer that's 12 years old. I looked it up. Fine. And so I get here to the Northern Command. I take it, put it in the thing. The little sticky, it's on the computer. I got my, my computer screen here, right? And below it, you can point at, now I'm pointing at the camera. It's down at the bottom. And they have a little, little thing you attach the computer to and it moves this little adjustability, little arm. And it's got an epoxy on the back. How much you want to bet some cocksucking motherfucker? Just, just think about, just, I know you think it's petty. It's not, guys. It's not when it adds up. <clears throat> some asshole at Logitech. Had to make a choice about the epoxy to put on the back of this little arm. Where it's like, okay, if we put an epoxy on the back of this arm, they would logically be able to put their computer up here, or their their, their camera here, and just flip it up and down. <clears throat> just flip it. There's even a place right here. I could turn this off. Although I'm afraid what's going to happen here. Hang on, let me show you. So I can do that. That's just a little, a little thing that closes the, the lens. But it also can move down, all right? So I can see the rest of the computer screen. Right now, it's kind of blocking a little bit of the bottom part of the computer screen. So all of a sudden, this is a great design. People sat. The non-sister fuckers of society sat down. They said, hey, you know what? Let's, I don't know, think about, <clears throat> think about the customer. They put their effort in the, in the co composite engineers and years of education, decades, hundreds of years of experience, cumulatively spread out throughout the Logitech design team. And then they went to Cousin Fucker Joe. Said, hey, Joe, you're in charge of the glue. And I got to imagine the powers that be said, we should get an epoxy that works. Just me, I don't know, maybe, you know. You put it on, and some of you may even remember the video where the camera just kept moving down. All of a sudden, you're looking at my chin, and bleh, and I had to push it down again. Bleh. Why'd you even bother, cousin fucking Joe? Why did you even bother, Logitech? Now I got a chore. Now I got to think of it as war. All right. <clears throat> We're fighting, a, we're fighting a battle against the real world. Nature wants to kill you. Your nature wants to kill you. We are calorie-consuming entities. At minimum, we must go out and fight hunger. We must go get food. But there's other stuff. Cold, the elements, and the olden days animals. Other warring tribes, Democrats, people who just want to take your stuff and kill you and take your foods to feed off of you. Parasites, disease, mosquitoes, Democrats. <clears throat> and through hard work, you just clawed out a way through life. You, you maintain the line. But then we got technology. We advanced the technology. Like, hey, this will make it easy. Oh, good. And we kept pushing and made more progress. We expended our, extended our life, expanding, improved our, our conditions of war. We got better weapons, better armor. <clears throat> Got better chow back at headquarters. And then you, here's a new weapon. This weapon will help you fight and extend your life. It'll fight against the war of reality. Reality is always trying to kill you and take, but we got this new weapon. Here, soldier Aaron, take this new weapon. 
and go to the front lines and make your money, earn your GDP so that you don't have to be poor no more. Maybe you could even retire early. <clears throat> oh, guys, new weapon. I go out there and the trigger falls off. That's what this is like. Now I got to come back off the fucking line. How, no matter how petty it is, hey, the trigger fell off. The epoxy doesn't work because cousin fucking Joe at Logitech saw his mom on the internet, decided to jerk off to her that day. It's jerk off day in Wyoming at the glue factory in Casper. Now I have to, all right. Do I get to enjoy life? Do I get to sit and have a coffee? Do I get to like work on a new project, like the new book I would desperately like to write, but I got a bunch of cousin fuckers employed in the American labor force? No, I don't get to do that. I got to go find some super glue. Do I have super glue? Let's look through this one bench drawer with the rubber bands and the paper clips we never use. Well, what the hell is this? I didn't, batteries. Oh, that, that, no. Oh, here's the super glue. We thought, oh, it's hard. It froze. Imagine that. I had to go down fucking store and get some super glue now the internet's going out i hope all you cousin fuckers die i hope you all die i hope you all die <clears throat> i hope you get diseases i hope your children are tortured on the face of the planet and you get to watch them i hope you all die then i put the super glue on <laughs> and now it's staying aha the trigger is working now, despite losing time, despite losing a little bit of ground, but multiply that a billion times a day because we all fuck up in this economy. <clears throat> we just, we stagnate. Did you ever get the impression that despite technological advances, the standards of living aren't like that they were in the 80s? You're a little more pissed off, a little more angry. We're stagnant. And so <laughs> I'm like, all right, I got my trigger working on this new weapon. <clears throat> I go and then I fire up the internet. This is my way of fighting this war. This is how I carve out my living. Today, we're going to go fight the enemy again. I fire it up. I'm looking. It's a blank screen. It says the camera's running. I look at the little flippy flip thing. I'm like, okay, it's open. What is it, Logitech Brio? Do you not, do you not recognize light? Is that the whole purpose of your design is recognize light? Although, you see, we added a software to it. We have to always add a software. We can't have one thing be analog that, like, you know, the laws of physics just immediately result in results. Now, there has to be, it has to go through software. That's how we have to optimize. <sighs> Not joking. Not joking. Could kill all day. Could just kill all. When hey, you different people have different versions of heaven. <clears throat> My version of heaven is I go to an exact replica of Earth without sentient entities. That's why I'm not murdering anyone. Right, and I just mow people down. I just live my regular life as if I was in the real world. And if someone gets in my way, I mow them down. These baby boomer cocks. Let me tell you, baby boomer cocksucking motherfucker, something. All right, just just a pet peeve. I don't know if ARP sent out a bulletin for you, all you sixty plus year olds, but this. Shit, the new hobby y'all have where you decide to stand in doorways or immediately outside of doors or otherwise places that are bottlenecks for human traffic. I want, what was that? Was that at ARP? Did ARP tell you to do that? 
The Democrat Party, they're coming to your Social Security check. By the way, after you and your fat, disgusting, pruny boob sow of a wife are done shopping at the grocery store, make sure the the first step you take out of the doors that slide open so everyone can get out, you stop there and have a conversation. Hey, Karen. You know, where like the main aisles intersect, or whether it's Walmart or Target or something, you, you just stop there and, oh. And in Cappy Heaven, shushing, but it wouldn't be, I'd be like, I'm going to go to the sports department. Stay here, Karen, because you're not going anywhere. Grab a baseball bat and do some Robert De Niro shit. Honest to God, I could do it until infinity. That'd be my heaven. And I talked about the veneer of success. Like the, the, they, they, they dangle the potential of what could happen, the potential of success, the potential of how, ha- or just the potential of not having to deal with this bullshit anymore. Like ooh, 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 you could you could you could buy you could buy this thing at Walmart. Oh, look at all the people who are slow and stupid. Oops, the scanning thing doesn't. You need permission to buy that stuffed buffalo for your little nieces. Don't worry, a sales associate will be over in a second. Just you can't go a normal speed. You just can't. And now, as you are fully aware, Cappy has some internet problems. Why? Because somebody fucked up. Not me. Somebody, not Cappy, fucked up. Slowing down the internet for everyone, neighborhood, for the people spread out. Yes, I'm aware, Karens. I know the audio isn't working. Thank you, audience members who I'm about to boot out because you're acting like a fucking wife I never asked for. Oh, thanks, Becky. Thanks a lot. So I fire up. I'd like to talk about some things. I'd like to talk about some things. Camera to... I'm waiting for the camera to, like, is it recognizing me? I turn on the light, shine on. You know, you usually got to get up close, maybe trigger, then poof, it goes on. I'm like, oh, good. <clears throat> good. That was that was five seconds of my my life wasted. And it's hell. It is hell. There's a new form of economic hell where people and the products they make work only 98% fully functional. And it just, just like, oh, eat. These things, these things, they're designed by women now. Nagging, boomer-esque, harpy women. Asking me every fucking question what I want to do. Do you want this program to have access to this? Yeah. I'm clicking on the fucking app. Trying to listen to some kind of thing. Hey, take a survey. A survey. And like every other American, I'm trying to drive here. Can I listen to my fucking podcast without having to answer any fucking questions just to hit the play button? The veneer. Like, I should just be able to turn this thing on. Hey, there's Joker at Better Bachelor. Hey, I'm going to listen to some jazz. Hit play. Are you sure? Because my great cooch, I don't know if you're really sure. 
get to play. Goes three minutes. Then I got some cocksucking motherfucker pair. Again, in cappy heaven, they'll be all dead. I'll, I'll hunt them all down. I will hunt. Let me tell you a group of people I'm going to hunt down. <clears throat> it's going to be the TikTok advertisers. Every 10 seconds, I got to get some horrific ASMR torture TikTok commercial on YouTube. Loud as it, and then then another group shortly after the ASMR TikTok advertisers, the people who are such worthless SoundCloud wannabe musicians, who pay. They're so desperate, they pay YouTube to play their whole song. It's not good. It's absolute shit. I'm trying to list like, why is this going on forever? It's a five minute song. Get what? Five-minute commercial? Five-minute commercial? Hey, welcome to Better Bachelor. <laughs> wow, we almost got the, the hello from Joker at Better Bachelor before some whore of a 23-year-old. Aaron, why are you angry? And then you throw on top of it all the other bullshit I got to deal with. American Family Insurance. Paying bills. For once, the house is... For once, it's kind of like, oh, I just had to mow the yard. This That was it. Just basic, man. Oh, but man, you can't deal with a society. You need... This is why they had that Six Sigma thing. Like, you need everything working like... 99,999 times out of 100,000, even more for certain things to work. Imagine all the data packets that have to go over the internet correctly, all the ones and zeros that have to work correctly for me to do this thing. Oh, Americans are not capable of maintaining that level of, of uh, reliability. Not at all. You're at, you're at least going to have 2% of people out there fuck up their job. And you think of the grand scheme of everything that goes into like getting some gas. Give you a simple example. <clears throat> you go into the gas station. Do you know how many people work to get that refined gas to go into your tank to work? And like, okay, Paul from the Come On Man podcast is showing up today. You damn right I'm renting off some gas. So I use my corporate card. And you're like, print receipt. But you see, the cousin fucker at the gas station, because she's, you know, Trailer trash mom who finally lost her her alimony that ended or she lost her child support. Now she's got to work a real job. She's the manager, you know. She she's she's the one in charge over there. Oh yeah, did you need a receipt? Yeah, why don't you fill the receipt scroll in the thing so I have to come in here? Uh, hey, how about in Cappy World? I meet you with a baseball bat. And it just grinds down and grinds down. and This didn't happen in the 80s. It didn't. People were on the fucking game. <clears throat> didn't happen in the 90s either. I, I mean, even the odds did, but some happened. Some happened 2017, 2018. Just a bunch of fucking idiots. <clears throat> so I wanted to thank everyone at Logitech for making this fine camera here. That has done nothing but cause agitation. 
it kind of works now that I fixed it. Oh, and just it down the roof. So I got uh, a world without men. That's going to be the next book I'm going to write. And then immediately following that, because I'm writing them as a two-part series, is going to be called An Economy of One. And there's a larger theme there. But just in case you're wondering what, become a hermit. I'm not saying socially, but do as little as you can to be reliant upon and interact with the economy. Because the economy is nothing more than the people out there doing their job. There's society, that's people having fun. The economy is the exact same people that society working or failing to work. I don't have time for it, man. I do not. I got like 25 years left on this planet. I cannot be dealing with the fucking morons out there in this world where one in every hundred actions, like think of all that you do a thousand things in a day easily where like at least 10 times it's going to be, someone's going to fuck it up. Go to the post, open up your thing. Here's the key. You're going to buy, there's nothing here. Now you got to go to the post. Say, hey, I open up the thing with the key and after waiting 10 minutes for all the other cow, uh, cattle fuckers here to get to you. Why is it, did I have a package? Oh yeah, we put it in the wrong one. Hey, can I find that too? That guy, that person who put it in the wrong one with my Robert De Niro baseball bat I got at Walmart. Oh look, you need another postal employee. Someone went postal on the postal employee. I bet you he ain't going to make that mistake again because he can't do anything again because he's dead. <clears throat> so now, go to what I want to talk about. Adam Carolla, net worth. Fortune Explored, his radio show host agrees to pay 47000 in monthly child support. Adam Carolla will pay child support $1,000 alongside spousal support of $30,000 per month to his ex-wife, Lynette Paradise. The two have been separated in 2021. Carolla has appeared on radio shows and has been a very successful actor. I would say he's kind of like the actor of our generation. I'd say he represents. Yeah, here we go. Here's the internet zone. (laughs) You know what it is? I bet you. I bet you it's all these pop-ups that are popping up now. That slows down my internet. And that's why I had to, I had to, I had all the articles I want to go over. I had them all opened up, all opened up. And I'm looking at my dad. I'm like, why is my dad? And then you look, there's videos playing on all of them. So I'm going to, I had to put them on notepad to open them up individually. So only one third of the bandwidth is consumed. The child support amount might get increased later based on an increase in Corolla's income. He and Paradise have also agreed to divide the expenses of the children's extracurricular activities, including cell phones, tuition, and college preparation test fees. What does that matter with 47 grand a month going to you, lady? Or Corolla make full payment for health insurance. Okay. (laughs) Adam Corolla and Dr. Drew on this thing called Loveline, where they gave dating advice. Look, even him, who I would consider very... uh, very um savvy. I don't know how to say red pill, but very savvy. He, it even came for him. And it sounds like the divorce is amicable. It sounds like the you know the breakup is amicable. Why do you need the money, lady? Why? Just on top of your daily slog, 
dealing with the morons of society. Oh, then if you want to get, I can't imagine what it's like having to deal with marriage. I just can't. For the half of you guys that are, I can't imagine what this is like. You got to battle it out on the front lines and then going back to get some food and some chow and some sleep in the barracks. Instead of like some rest and relaxation and some food, you got some problems back at home. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I can see it where people crack. I can see it. Adam Carolla has been reportedly dating stand-up comedian Crystal Marie Dina. Hang on, let's see what she looks like. Crystal Marie Denha. And how is she good looking? Adam's an okay looking guy. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah, she's a good looking gal. Stand up comedian. Oh, she's from Detroit. Uh, Iraqi American, fluid in Aramaic. Oh, him and uh, what's his name? Um, George Clooney are going after the, the Persians. Uh, Dean Ha has played different roles in films and TV show, including Spider-Man 3. Uh, Adam Carolla has been a successful radio and television person. Has this been written by AI? Honest to God, has it been written by AI? I can't tell. Because there's, you idiot journals, like, well, uh, Adam Carolla is a human being. He has a penis. He has brown eyes. Adam's name starts with an A. He's the owner of various houses, including a huge mansion in La Canada, Canada, Flint Ridge, California, which he purchased for 7.3 million in 2018. House has been listed for 9 million in 2018, sold another one for 3.3 million. Corolla also has a contemporary ranch house in the Point Doom area or Dume in Malibu and another house. Well, that guy got into real estate. Good thing you're gonna give it half to your ex. <clears throat> Uh, there's a fireplace in the living room alongside a buffet in the kitchen. What the hell does this have to do? God Christ. Adam Carolla owns cars. Why did Adam Carolla and Lynette Paradise separate? Carolla announced during his appearance in the podcast, the Adam Carolla Show 2021, and him and Lynette Paradise were getting divorced. He said at the time, it's not something I wanted to get or to do. I'm a product of divorce. Lynette's a product of divorce. So, geez, maybe you Gen Xers should have learned from something. <laughs> remember when him and Dennis Prager were talking I wonder if they had any conversations because Dennis is pro-marriage he's on his third divorce not one of his colleagues and friends Adam Carollo is divorced I'm just sitting here like um, I'm just eating my popcorn wait for you guys to come to the logical conclusion that ain't nobody should be getting married no one ever signs up to get divorced and yet half the time y'all still really do in the end Corolla said that he and Paradise separated a few months ago and that the priority has always been the children, except for divorce. He added that they are fine and that there are different reasons for the separation, saying that he and Paradise are different. It's been a difficult time. We've been together for 25 years. We've been very different human beings. We have different sets of philosophies, that's for sure. He clarified that none of them cheated in the COVID thing, didn't affect the relationship. Paradise never won divorce, was the only option left. Embarrassed to disclose it, but I, I don't think there's. I'm not gonna continue on. I don't think there's any embarrassment anymore in getting divorced. I mean, obviously. I mean, after the baby boomer women, when they get their divorce, they like celebrate, and it's like you get a gold medal. They actually are divorced. Part why? Why is there embarrassment getting divorced? Why? Why is there embarrassment getting broken up? Americans aren't capable of it anymore. 
You're just not. It's also completely obsolete and outdated uh, institution or concept or idea. I'm ashamed that I replaced my horse with a car. I'm ashamed I didn't go to college. No, you shouldn't be going to college. I, why, why would you be? You should be ashamed because you brought kids into this world. That's where you should be ashamed. But the divorce? And even then, if, if his kid, I mean, if they've been married 25 years, aren't the kids more or less adults? I think you did. You don't even have to be ashamed about that. <clears throat> Look, you're all too different. And ain't no one going to let the other person lead. You're just not. We could have had this beautiful ballroom dance. We could have had this beautiful tango or this beautiful salsa or this beautiful swing dance. You could have done it. One had to lead, one had to follow. I'm not going to say which gender isn't following. Not going to say. I'm just going to say both genders insist on leading. Oh, my God, the dance didn't happen. Can you imagine that? Two captains sank a ship. Could you imagine that without one person deciding to do the role, the job of following, we couldn't execute a beautiful dance and now it's just a bunch of bickering and fighting or two dopey followers looking at each other, waiting for each other. What a beautiful world we've created here in the ballroom dance of life here in the United States. This is wonderful. <clears throat> so there you go, Adam Carolla divorced. Keep getting married, kids. <laughs> parents, parents even argue with you people who get married. Do the parents kind of know? My folks knew. They knew after the disaster of their marriage. Like, oh, yeah, maybe. I don't get asked to have kids. Everybody damn well knows why I don't get married. No, my, they thank God my folks never did that. They never. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, you brought a girl like that. They're happy to see women in my life. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, she's nice. <laughs> not once. <laughs> That's not the finger. This is the <laughs> Lane, you got to make her proper hair. My stepmom asked me that. I said, when you stop nagging and bitching at my dad all the time, for one, when you stop being an insufferable bitch, maybe if I see, when I see a role model, when I see, hey, look at that family over there. Look at them. They're happy. Maybe there is something to this marriage deal. But so far, so far, seems to me nothing good comes of it. Why don't you stick your dick in the tree shredder, Aaron? <sighs> no one says it. All right. Let's go here. I'm going to open up another one. Now watch as the internet poops out on me. Because we need a billion average TwinCitiesEater.com. Hey. Yep. Look at look at this. Look at this. One, two. I can't turn off that one. Three. Four. Four. Five videos. Five videos. Nor, you know what, I, what I'm going to have to do? I'm just going to have to go and copy and paste the, the articles into a MS Word. Northeast Bar, Northeast Tiki Bar, Psycho Susie's will close this August. Owner Leslie Bach announced the closure on Facebook Wednesday night. Leslie Bach is an outstanding businesswoman. I don't know her personally, but she has set up several businesses. None of this reflects her. None of this. 
I have been to Danger Petties and Psycho Susie's. They were brilliant and wonderful. I've had a fun time there. Very well-run establishments. But you can have the world's greatest seed and the world's greatest stock of corn. If it's in crap soil, it's not going to sprout. And Psycho Susie's in Minneapolis. Le Leslie Bach, owner of Northeast Minneapolis's Tiki Bar, Psycho Susie's Motor Lounge, announced on Facebook on Wednesday, August 2nd, that the bar will close August 19th after 20 years in business. For the past two decades, we've welcomed you through our tiki-laden jungle to enjoy tropical drinks, pizza pies, waterfront seating, and the company of new friends and old friends, Bach wrote. But all good things must come to an end because Minnesotans are self-loathing, self-hating fucks and always vote for criminals. Oh, I she, she didn't say that. <clears throat> and this psycho Susie is ready to hang it up and put on her retirement hat. Bach placed the Psycho Susie's property on the market in September of 2022, though the restaurant remained open. She did not provide further explanation of the restaurant closure in the post. The property listing is still active. Eater has reached out for comment. Psycho Susie's is known for its tiki-themed cocktails, its wacky extravagant interiors, and its equally zany annual holiday pop-ups, for which the entire bar was decked out in tinsel, garlands, and other Christmas kitsch. Bach paid tribute to the restaurant's whimsical ventures throughout the years. We've had DJs, live bands, our house band, exotic, a go-go, fire breathers, drag shows. Parisian. She does a great job. But it's just If you haven't been there, it's too bad. You missed out. <clears throat> tiki rides, tiki transportation, tiki tram, patiki rides, puppy pageants, Halloween costume dance parties, parking lot carnivals, motorcycle rallies, and tropical Mother, Mother's Day buffets and Father's Day grill-ups, she wrote. It, it, she did a great job. These memories will stay with me forever. And the proof that at one time, Minneapolis wasn't filled with a bunch of douchebags. Oh, I'm sorry. Proof that random ideas of weirdness and fun can be worth pursuing. Box other North, other Northeast Minneapolis restaurant, Danger Betty's, has seen a number of changes throughout the past three years. Bach listed on the market for $5.2 million in June of 2020, citing the pandemic's chilling effect on her business. But she reopened it in 2021 with an Orwellian animal farm theme. Oh, really? telling the Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Journal that the satirical theme was a comment on how politicians and the press managed the pandemic. Bach then re-listed re the restaurant. Miss Bach, you did a great job. I hope you make a ton of money on the capital gain sales of your properties and you go retire in a Republican or red state that lets you live your life and doesn't tax you. I hope it's warm. I hope you enjoy the, your new uh, community of people who don't vote to tell you what to do. You just brilliant, brilliant restaurateur. Is that the correct word? You just planted the seeds in the shittiest soil. Maybe not early on. There, there was there was some, you know, I think like at one time, Minneapolis had five or six people who worked real jobs. I hope you make I hope you make off like a bandit. You sell those properties to real estate developers and you go retire and you enjoy your life. Uh, Bach invited customers to pay Psycho Susie's one last time before closure on August 19th. Okay, so it's open for eight more days. For those of you who, it, it is, it's one of the last places I would go. And there's, while you're there, go to Jack's Cafe, just down the street. I can't recommend Sebastian Joe's anymore, not only because they just sucked BLM's dick, but their ice cream went to pot. Um... And then Mancini's over in St. Paul. And then you hop back on the plane and you leave Minneapolis. There's no St. Paul, Minneapolis. There's no reason to be there anymore. What about some suburb places? Yeah, suburbs. There's nothing. 
I don't know, you go from rank Marxist socialist assholes to pretentious suburbanite stuck up Democrat light assholes. I don't know. There's no reason really to go to the suburbs. Nothing. No, no reason. Have you been to the Boundary Waters? You mean where it's just a bunch of lakes? Like the whole fucking state? It's like going, it's, I don't know, it's like being on the ocean. Have you been to the beach? Which one? This beach A. No, but I've been to beach A. Well, you gotta go to beach A. No, it's probably a lot like beach B. Sand and water, right? Yeah, but beach A. Oh, you gotta go. No, no, I really don't have to go. Really don't have to. I wonder, is the turf club even open? Turf club, St. Paul. Says it's open. I'll be. Let me let me see the news. You never know. St. <clears throat> Paul sells out Turf Club for Delta Ray. Okay, Turf Club's still going on. I, I wouldn't go there. It's all right. All right. That's Psycho Susie's. Come on. It's like the whole thing. There we go. There we go. All right, you guys ready for the next one? Also Minneapolis. Still loading because we need to load one, two, three, four, five, five videos again. KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Minneapolis losing police officers faster than they can hire. Chief calls it unsustainable. Oh. Come on, just stop loading. Stop loading. Oh, it's going to be perpetually loading. Five eyewitness news looked at the city payroll records and found between 2020 and 2022, the Minneapolis Police Department had 273 officers leave their jobs. This is out of 900. So let me do the math there. Okay. 273 divided by 900. They've lost 30% of their officers. During that same three-year time period, the city hired 117 new officers, which equates to a net loss of 156. And an average net loss of 52 officers over the last three years. Okay, so they did hire more. Let me redo the math. Sorry. <clears throat> they are down... 52 divided by 900. They lose 6% of their officers. Did I do the math on that right? Hang on. 156 divided by 900. Yeah, they lost 17% of their officers in the past three years, which is, yeah, 6%, a little shy of 6% a year. Uh, if that trend were to continue, Minneapolis Police Department would have fewer than 400 sworn officers. Oh, that would be too bad. As recent of 2019, MPD had about 900 sworn officers on its payroll. MPD Chief Brian O'Hara. Whoa, wait a minute, O'Hara. That sounds like a white guy. What the hell's going on? <clears throat> told KSTP he's organized a recruiting team to aggressively reverse the current trend of officers leaving the department in high numbers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Have you asked the officers who left why they left? And how much you want to be? Look, and I do not envy Chief O'Hara. I don't envy at all. He, he has an impossible. He has an impossible situation. You have a city you are hired to protect that hates you. You have a government, a municipal government, the city council, and its infrastructure, specifically the schools, that brainwash and train the citizens you're supposed to protect to hate you and to also be criminals. The city and the laws and the schools teach the citizenry over enough time through the public schools to be criminals and to hate the cops. But in order for the city to function, you can't have anarchy. You can't have just a bunch of feral criminals running around. So to maintain the facade of society, you still need some cops. And so uh, Mr. Dickless Wonder, Mayor Jacob Fry that you have over there, he wants to get elected. But he still wants the city to have him be elected in. So he's got to just give these feral animals everything they want and be against you. But geez, the place would be in ruins if there weren't cops. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine doing bodyguard work for a, a, a person that I'm trying to protect who actively hates me, if not assaults me all the time. That's the position the Minneapolis police are in. And if I dare, like, arrest somebody or if I do my job in any way, like, protect the client if I'm a bodyguard or defend myself when my client attacks me because they're trained to be criminals and they hate me, if I do that, then I go to jail? Are you nuts? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Oh, and then I'm judged by my peers, Minneapolis peers, who are trained to hate me. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Oh, and by the way, for all you minorities and women who think, well, I'm I'm a minority and woman, I'm, I'll be protected from. No, you won't. You're ACAB. You're wearing the uniform. You're wearing, you're donning the blue. You're, if anything, you're a race traitor. Or tra what, what do, what do, um, American hating feminists, what do you girls call a woman who's like, you know, doing something with her life? And you hate her. What are you just a traitor, traitor? What do you, what fun is it like? Is there an Uncle Tom version that feminists have for a woman that's like trying to work hard and do her thing and enjoy life? What do you what do you call that traitor? What do you call her? A pick me? Although that's specific to guys or to uh, girls chasing after guys. I wonder if any. What did they say it? He's organized a recruiting team to aggressively aggressively reverse the current trend. I wonder if anything you do is going to work. I wonder. I You shot yourself in the foot. You did. There's a huge chance that if you do your job, you're going to go to jail. Certainly be brought up on, on, on charges. The city hates you. The entire city council hates you. They're Democrats. They hate the cops. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I can't. I, now, I feel bad for the cops that remain. You guys are getting in a worse and worse position. Uh, every single one of you, if you're listening to many, if you're a Minneapolis police officer, please heed me. You got to go somewhere else. That ship is sinking.
your numbers are going to keep dwindling. And I know that I, I know several cops who work in other leftist shitholes. I mean, remember, Minneapolis police officer, you keep voting Democrat. That's really important. <clears throat> Where they're like, yeah, we don't do anything anymore. Like, we'll respond. Nah. Go over there. Nah. Chase that person down. Stop them. Nah. In part because there's not enough. There's not enough officers. There's not enough time. But then also, why arrest them if you're just going to let them go? And I'm going to get brought in on charges. I'll just collect my paycheck. I wonder how many of the officers, like, were they this close to retirement? Like, gone and I'm out of here. And none of you people, at least 48% of you, 48% of Minneapolis people voted to disband the police. 48%, one in two. 48% of you shouldn't be calling 911. I don't know why you're doing that. Just deal with it. Maybe your community uh, liaison people could come and handle it. Uh, well, I see the situation is not sustainable the way it is, O'Hara said. And it's difficult because the cops who are here together with all of our law enforcement partners are making incredible progress. O'Hara said the city is also offering new recruits paid college education when they apply to MPD. I have a question. question. Yes, you, sir, in the back. Just yes, sir. If they got the job as a cop, why do they need a college degree? Like, why not just get rid of the college? Why do you need college? Have the police academy and some training. Why do they need a college degree? They're cops. Well, what if they want to become a lieutenant? Well, how about you have training? I don't know, experience. You just promote the guy or the gal to lieutenant. Oh, you need a college degree? No, I got a better idea. <clears throat> Why don't you eliminate the degree for a college education altogether and go based on years experience? How does how does that work? You know, like you're supposed to go get your own car, right? Well, we here at the Minneapolis Police Department, we got some good financing for a new car. I already got a car. What is that? Uh, that is something we are trying to promote as much as possible and get the word out. It's something that we think could potentially change the course of some kids' lives in our city. Oh, yeah, the kids the kids in your city, huh? The kids at the Minneapolis Public School. I recall, if I recall correctly, they were interviewing some crackhead loser product of the Minneapolis Public School. He's like, yo, I'm going to represent. And he like had tattoos and all that. I could change the place from within. I'm like, you go have fun with that, Bucky. Have fun. There, and it was, it was like an article. There's some untraditional looking people here. You know, normally his facial tattoos would get him unqualified. Oh boy, you're that desperate now, huh? And instead of enforcing the law, he's going to, you got to get down with the kids, bro. Yo, you're gonna get you're gonna get real down with the kids. Is this shooting at you? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a strategy, O'Hara. Kids' lives. Well, the kids need their dads. They need to be quit being raised by single moms. They need to be quit being raised by man-hating Democrat voting socialist public school teachers. And you have to teach your kids that, no, you're not oppressed because of your skin color or your gender or your poverty or however you were born. And the chief said that his recurring team is spreading out to areas across the country looking for new. Hey, you know, you know that great job. You know how you're living over there. 
in Grand Junction, Colorado. You know that nice town over there. People are kind of nice. It's got enough. It's got a Walmart, and everything's fine. Hey, you know what? You should give up your job there, where the people actually like the cops, and bring your white ass over here, where we hate you. And it's cold, and it's shitty, and the taxes are high, and the housing is expensive, and you should probably you got a four percent chance of spending jail time in there if you do your job. You know that place in Florida? You know that nice coastal town you live in Florida and the girls are in bikinis and there's no state income taxes and everyone's having a good time, you know? You should come up to Minneapolis. Become a cop here. We we only crush one of your nuts once you sign up. Only one. They're going to be expanding to visiting military installations around the country because there's a current pathway for military police to become to come on and become police officers in Minnesota, said O'Hara. <laughs> oh, if you're a military police officer, if you're anybody, do not become a cop in Minneapolis or St. Paul. Be a cop anywhere else. Do anything else. GI Bill, become an engineer, an accountant, but do not become a cop in Minnesota. Period. The people hate you. And they deserve to have crime happen to them. There's that girl who was like, oh my God, I just got spit in the face by someone in San Francisco. Of course, she's attention whoring. I don't believe it. But then you go through her, her, um, her TikTok account or whatever, and she's like, hates Republicans and <clears throat> white males are bad and all the standard leftist crap. It's like, well, you voted for it, sweetheart. Watch It's a Gundam. He he did a video on it. Uh, they're going to be but Minneapolis City Council member Latricia Vatau chairs the council's public safety committee. She told KSPTP the idea of paying substantial bonuses to new recruits and to retain current officers is something that should be seriously considered. Latricia, why don't you just not put knives in the backs? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah, more money. All the major cities who've had a decline in officers and are dealing with what we're dealing, they've got big bonuses, said Vital. It's up to 75000 in some cities. I think it's LA that's doing $75,000 signing bonuses. We have to do it. We have to look at it. Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. Now, there would be a way. I'd love to hear from some Minneapolis police officers, anonymously, of course. Or Milwaukee or Chicago or wherever you you babysit the, the the Democrat feral Frankenstein beast the Democrats have created. <clears throat> Is there a way? Let's say Minneapolis does come up with a seventy five thousand dollars signing bonus. They're so desperate, like you could just safely do your job. They don't want you to enforce the law, right? They're just as apprehensive of enforcing the law on their precious little voting block. Like, don't you just kind of show up, stay in your squad car? And kind of, ooh, I could chase after the kid, but I might have to, oh, that looks dangerous over there. I'm going to get a donut instead. Like, do you have an obligation? Like, hear, hear me out. Because the cities and the city council people are that effed up. So are the citizenry of this. <clears throat> Can you just not do your job? 
because they don't want you to do your job to a certain extent. But what if you just didn't do your job at all? You show up on time, grab your gear, put it on the utility belt, don the flak vest, whatever. You go out and you just drive around in your car and you listen to podcasts. You have some coffee. All right. Maybe you're a detective. You investigate a crime scene. But if you're if you're a foot patrol officer. And, and so I'm like. I guess he got away with whatever. I guess he stole a car. I guess he like, yeah, okay, you chase a little bit, but at no time do you put yourself in an actual confrontation with these people where you might have to end their lives or arrest them or physically it just yeah. Oh no, we got a hostage situation. Better call SWAT, not me. <clears throat> just just this rank and file patrol officer. This is just the beat cop. Oh, look at that crime going over there. Hey, stop doing that. Or they run away. Oh, I couldn't catch them. Would they fire you even? Would they? I don't think they would. So you get $75,000 signing bonus. Make sure it's non-refundable. You do it here, and then you leave. And then you're like, thanks for the money, Minneapolis. Hope the criminals don't hurt you too badly. And then you go buy a piece of property down in Alabama or somewhere nice or where it's at least warm. Uh, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry was not available for an interview because he was sucking his own dick. About a spokesperson in his office issued the following statement. Mayor Fry has consistently pushed to build both community trust and the Minneapolis Police Department ranks by recruiting community-oriented officers. That commitment has been cemented through policy reforms and centered in his budget proposals. We are leaving no stone unturned to get and retain officers who reflect our city's values. Right. Sit, do nothing. No, the criminals are in charge here. We let we let them. There must have been some some on par with like the Chicago cops being paid off by Capone. St. Paul had it. The St. Paul police said, like, look, this is how it works. You don't cause no trouble here. We'll leave you alone. And then the 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 booze runners, the the gangsters back in the day said, all right. So St. Paul is kind of like a haven. Um, <clears throat> in 2022, the mayor invested seven million in federal ARPA funds for recruitment, retention, and hiring support, with one million dedicated to MPD Pacific outreach and recruitment, recruitment, retention, and hiring support. So we're talking eight million. Hang on. How many officers did you guys got? You hired 170, so 8 million. 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, divided by 117. You spent $68,000 to recruit each officer. <laughs> Strategy. $75,000 hiring bonus doesn't look too bad. Be more more efficient. <clears throat> uh, HR is currently in the process of an onboarding on onboarding a firm that will lead to a new MPD and 911 marketing recruitment campaign for the city. Isn't that HR's job? HR is outsourcing its job to a recruiter. Okay, fine. Whatever. Whatever. I understand. You're a you're a you're a, a municipal organization. You're a major major leftist shithole municipal government. You are filled with the most incompetent people. The truly most stupid, dumbest, incapable of working people. You're an HR department that has to outsource your recruiting. 
I bet you how much you want to bet that contract isn't going to go to the best onboarding recruiting firm. It's going to go to Shaniqua's BFF from marketing school. Ladash's recruitment. <laughs> and how much you want to bet? Ain't going to get nobody. Oh. There we go, boys and girls. All right. I think the internet kind of worked. Let's go to the super chats, the super chats, the super chats. Let's go to our super chats and have ourselves a treat. Oh, by the way, link below, because my internet is crap, is linked to my uh, subscribe star thing. It's two bucks a month if you get access to the road trip podcast and some pinups. As always, any cute, uh, any cute girls want to send in some tasteful, tasteful pinups. You may know become part of the gallery at the subscribe star thing. And yes, guys, there's a couple gals, not a lot, but a couple. Um, so there's that. There's also links to my courses on Teachable if you want to get your financial act together. Or if you didn't have a father and say, gosh, I wish my dad would have taught me something. Well, there you go. The course the dad you never had. Open for enrollment and achieving financial excellence. Starting to get your financial act together. And then I think there's just a link to my books. More Dread, 15 Australian dollars. They are designed to drive you nuts so you off yourself. Another feather in the cap of the social engineers. It has more Dread <clears throat> of all this this phone and like just installing Microsoft operating system. Let's set up your account. I don't want to set up an account. It's just it It almost feels like it's by design. It's all, it's an Orwellian nightmare. And even if it isn't by design, it's just a consequence of human nature where every fucking little thing needs an approval, needs a tweak, needs a click. I remember the days in the 90s, the late 90s, early aughts, you just clicked and you went. <clears throat> to be fair, the modern workplace makes me want to commit war crimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I'm I'm going to make if if I do not get a insurance check that is fair and covers my expenses from American family, I will go to war with them. I'm not dragging them through the courts. It's too expensive and too timely. I'm going to make sure I cost them at least a hundred thousand dollars. At least. At least. I'm not lying down and taking that. Um, but yeah, and there's it's gonna happen. People are gonna have the Walter White moment. A moment people are gonna have the falling down moment and they do oh my god just why did it happen i don't understand i don't know karen maybe requiring us to spend a dime on a bag for groceries tipped off the guy who just lost his daughter to divorce you know you don't know what the spark is that's going to set off the keg of fuel you just say oh my god we need to ban guns no y'all need to stop being quants Generation Apollo, 10 bucks. I just spent 30 minutes trying to set up a new email that should have been a five-minute Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. After switching from another host that wasn't working, things are going to shit, and it's harder to have nice things. Right. I, I had to call up American Family Customer Service, which I actually did get through. In, in intellectual honesty, I did get through the customer service. Like, oh, well, we can send you to your, your the person that was assigned to you. I'm like, no, that person is one of the problems. I don't hear back from that person. That's why I'm calling you. I'm like, here's my situation. Where do I send the documentation to prove that I had more expenses than your expert claimed to have that, that I had? Oh, well, that email is this. Why wasn't I told? Why wasn't I notified? 
You're the communications officer. You're supposed to be able to communicate. No one's going to know that one either. Like, why do I have to sit on the phone for 10 minutes, admittedly, while driving to, to know this? Why? The 80s guys, they, they just, oh, geez, if, if email had existed, they would have said, hey, you, uh, so here's the email that you should send all your documentation to. Okay, thank you, person. But they don't have it. Black Kojak, two uh, British pounds. Random question. Have you seen the new Futurama episodes? No. Is it woke trash? I might, I didn't know Futurama was coming out with new episodes. I might watch it. It was one of the most brilliant cartoons ever. Bender's a hero of mine. Mr. Ghostly, 20 Norwegian kroners. I'm 18. Mom wants money from me. How do I say no? Okay, dude, you are in Norway. You in, you're in Norway where everything is free because you just, except for Sweden. You're the second best Scandinavian country out there because let's just admit, Swedes are just so good because they tell you so all the time, right? Swedes are the best, right? Because they they let in more immigrants to forcibly bedroom, not fun time, they're women. They're just so much better than the rest of you Scandinavians. But <clears throat> Norway's pretty damn good. Last I recall, recall you got over a trillion dollars in your sovereign wealth fund because of all the oil. Everything is free. I know, don't. Okay, listen, Audison Spurgs, don't actually me on that. I'm aware of how the Norwegian economy works, but you got a lot of free stuff. Your mom needs money. So I, look, buddy, I know you're 18 years old. I got it. I understand, buddy. It's hard. You tell your you, you tell your whore of a mom, your thief of a mom to fuck off and you say no. And when she threatens to remove herself from your life, which she will, you let her go. And the reason that's a good thing is because your mom doesn't love you. Your mom looks at you as a slave. I could understand if this was a third world nation, your parents actually were poor, they came from destitution. I, then, okay, hey, son, you're over in the United States. Could you send some money back? All right, I get that. You're in Norway. No. And by the way, you are the perfect candidate. Please take my course, the dad you never had. That disgusts me. Nor a Norwegian mother with all the government aid in the world and a sovereign wealth fund that makes all of you effectively millionaires. L look it up, people. Your mom needs help with money. No, she's pissing her money away on drugs or something else. No, you how you say no, you say no. Quit being a fucking pussy and say no. How do I say no? <clears throat> well, you are Scandinavian. I mean, right? Remember when the Vikings, when you guys were badasses? Yeah, now like, la, la, la. You're not as pussy as Swedes. I grant you that. But no one's as good as the Swedes. Paul Wedex, five British pounds. My mom once asked when I am planning to marry, told her to take a look at her friend's daughters, at her friend's daughters and pick one for me. Never ask me again. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not simplifying things. Well, I, can't, I guess I am simplifying things a little bit, but not to a degree that's inaccurate. The selection is shit. It is. Again, I, I did a review of uh, Land of the Losers. <clears throat> it's a very good book, a little long, but a good book. Please go read it. The selection is shit here. I will say it again. In the West, I know you're British. In the West, the women are unacceptable. For marriage, now... Women may not want to get married, and based on polling data, they don't. 
And as an individual, they have every right. And women have every right to become what they want. And I encourage you girls to do that. I don't want you to like, you really ought to become what men want. No, you should do what you want to do. That being said, based on the choices they have made and, and where they want to go and what they want to become, they are not congruent with marriage. They are not marriage material. Doesn't even mean they're bad. Just means they don't want to get married and they don't want to No. They are they are low quality marriage material. They're not marriage material at all. And that's a fact. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's the way they chose. Consequences. When they hypocritically you know, cry and claim they can't find a guy, they oh, I can't get married. Well, you don't even want to get married. You didn't make the actions to get. No, no one told you. Oh, I'm wrong. I should like the fact you got sis, you got the attitude. Shit. You got a job, and don't you be I you got advanced degrees, y'all. Yeah, but I I don't want that. You you wrong. Oh, I'm wrong. Oh, I'm just intimidated. Okay. I I thought I had the right as a human being to also choose what I like in life, and I don't like that. I would like a demure, subservient woman. You just part of the patriarchy. Yeah, I guess I am. Hey, have fun. I'll see you later. Bye. <clears throat> Nonstop Drake, two bucks. Thoughts on new postmortem pill for women coming out? Postmortem? After death? What are you talking about? Hang on, let me take a look. There's no if you're you're dead, you're dead. Uh you got a link? I guess you can't send links in super chats. Um, postpartum depression, you mean? Postmortem means dead. So you mean after you're dead? I don't know what pill's going to save you after you're dead. I, they haven't advanced the technology that far. Let me look up postpartum depression. Of which there are many pills for that. Uh. Oh, the first postpartum depression. Okay, so let's go to NPR. What we know and don't know about FDA-approved postpartum depression pill. The Food and Drug Administration has approved the first pill ever for treating postpartum depression, a potentially life-threatening condition. No, it's not life. It's, it's depression. It's not life-threatening. <clears throat> it's not. That affects hundreds of thousands of new parents across the U.S. each year. It affects mothers, not parents. Manufacturers Sage Therapeutics and Biogen Inc. says the drug Zerzuve will be commercially available in the fourth quarter of this year. October, the pill to be taken once a day for 14 days has shown promising results in two company studies with some patients seeing benefits after just three days. That's considerably faster than other antidepressants and much less invasive than uh, the only other FDA-approved postpartum depression, depression treatment. On the market, which is also from Sage, it's delivered through IV during a 60-hour 30. <laughs> okay, so. They wrote this poorly. It's delivered through IV during a 60-hour $34,000 process. Okay, so this pill is a much cheaper option 
to postpartum depression. So how we treated postpartum depression until last month was a $34,000 IV 60-hour process. The $34,000 process. You girls are just so oppressed in this country. $34,000. Oh, God. Uh, thank God for this. I'm very for this pill. And and I know that $34,000 is not being paid by, by the parents that are having these children. The manufacturers have not said how much Zervava will cost. So it's not clear how much insurance might cover, how accessible the drug will be to people who need it most. While anyone can develop postpartum depression, those from lower socioeconomic groups face a heightened risk. Yeah, they shouldn't be having kids. Being poor sucks. It magnifies a whole other host of health and, and mental problems. But maybe you shouldn't make your life worse by having kids you can't afford. What do I know? Medical experts and maternal health groups say that the drug could be a potentially game-changing option, especially if it's more affordable than the IV alternative. God, I hope it is. How can it be more expensive $34,000? The nonprofit Postpartum Support International called it welcome news for the estimated 500,000 women in the United States report experiencing symptoms of this devastating, often misunderstood illness each year. I, I, I don't know. What do you... What, uh... <clears throat> What do you what do you want me to say about it? It's cheaper. Was there something else about it that I don't know? It just seems like it's a new drug. Okay. And postpartum depression, that's a real thing. I, I believe it. And yeah, if you need something to get you through, okay, here you go. Just don't ask me to pay for it. Nonstop Dre, two bucks. I meant postpartum pill, damn autocrat. Yeah, that's what I thought. Ah, oh, Athabal Dick, you two bucks. Kerry Kaburga for governor of Nevada. Carrie Kaburga. Who's that? Is that a guy or a gal? Kaburga. <clears throat> Carrie. This is the person Kaburga. Carrie Kaburga. Kaburga. And no one's showing up here. Carrie Kaburga. I, I don't know who you, who, Atham, what are you, are you doing your drugs again? Westberger, 69, two bucks. Biden needs to ask Congress $4 billion for your internet. Yeah, I need $4 billion for my internet. Michael, five bucks. Cappy, how much would you need to be paid to work in Minneapolis as a violence interpreter or interrupter? Well, it depends. Like, would I have to put my life at risk at all or my, my livelihood? I mean, would I be risking going to jail? If my job required I'd physically intervene, you couldn't pay me enough money in the world. I wouldn't do it. I'm not either getting shot, maimed, hurt, injured, or going to jail. But if I could be like what they want me to be, I think, whereas it like I yell from a way far away on top of a building with a megaphone. Hey, stop doing that. That's bad. Stop doing that. That's bad. I'd have to live in Minneapolis or nearby. Uh, I ain't doing no commute. Ironically, I'd have to live in Minneapolis then. Um, <clears throat> I do it for a year, and it would it would be around a million dollars after tax, because then I could just retire. Like I do a year, it, it'd be serving in prison. It would. I do it for a million dollars uh, after tax, uh, so I could afford a place like literally right across wherever I got to sign in and do my thing, and I could just walk around with armor 
And if there was any things that would arise, I would, hey, stop doing that. That's bad. Stop. Please stop doing that. <clears throat> that's bad. You should be stabbing someone like that's bad. Stop it. Don't, don't, you, you don't want your liberal white teachers to be upset with you when you go back to high school. Dude. That's bad. Oh, you're making all the liberal white women over in Kenwood upset. That's bad. Yeah, I could be paid a million dollars. And then the, the day of the year is over. See ya, bye. <clears throat> and then I go someplace that's a red state or warm or where people don't poop in the streets. That's what I would do. Shadow call, 10 generous dollars and no longer go to uptown or downtown due to crime, parking costs, and availability. I see the parking. I keep telling you people the parking. Minneapolis was already on its way out long before any of the racial tension and all that because of the parking. They made it very difficult to go downtown. Then, culturally speaking, as the millennials came in, they just didn't go out as much. They didn't go to the bars and the nightclubs. And another thing that was also partly driven by women, younger women becoming less and less attractive and men having their testosterone go down. That's why anyone went downtown to nightclubs or venues was to get laid to find someone. That's what it was. That's how you met in the olden days. Those two trends, I would say is 60% of the reason for the death of downtown Minneapolis and other downtown areas as well. Long before anything with George Floyd, long before, that just kicked it into high gear. So now that you have crime on top of it, you had the racial tensions and the right, that just accelerated a process that was already going. But Minneapolis was, was a ghost town before any of that happened. <clears throat> but that parking, it, that, that I know it's mundane. I know it's boring. But make it easy. Not only one, make it easier for people to come down and give your businesses money. But don't make it a guessing game like, am I going to get a ticket here? Are you? Oh, he, he, he. I'll see. It's an odd number day, so now you have to pay because your license plates were even. You didn't follow the rules. Cost availability and culture. If it weren't for the outstanding combat sports community, I'd have left Minnesota long ago. Well, there's other places you can get. Really? Is it that good? Um, Like, what about Las Vegas? The MMA is there. I've got to imagine in the United States, there's other places you could go where you could still participate in your in your fighting. Cardamom AI, five bucks. My local Walmart has shirts and socks locked up. <laughs> Got an associate to get a damn shirt. Who steals his shirt? Democrats. Democrat voters and Democrats themselves. I, I, I It's not like I'm beating up on Democrats. Just pointing out the facts. That's who, that's who steals. Democrat voters. <clears throat> A shirt. I remember I was at uh, Walgreens in Las Vegas in a nice part of town. I had to get them to unlock the, the deodorant. I'm like, are they huffing deodorant? Like, no, people steal and sell it online. I'm like, here? In this neighborhood? You didn't need fathers. You don't need fathers. I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. After reading that Land of Luz, I'm like, yeah, I want to go to a nice traditional Eastern country where they don't steal deodorant. And they don't poop in the streets because that should be expected. And we got it where enough of the population thinks it's okay to poop in the streets and steal if necessary. <clears throat> you should be thankful you have a house. 
All right, there you go. Links to all my cool stuff below. Uh, that's about it. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.